Good evening. Welcome into Fruit of Monument High School, the opening night of the 6A Boys State Basketball Tournament. As the top seed, the Fruit of Monument Wildcats, 23-0, the first team in 34 years since the Central Boys back in the 1990-91 season went 25-0 to win the 3A State Championship for Coach Steve Phillips. That was an incredible team with Matt Anway, Jason Frank, Brian Rooks and company, John Sedanich, the current coach at Central, also a member of that team. But the Wildcats of 2023-2024 looking to make their own piece of history tonight, 23-0, top seed in the state's highest classification in the 6A State Basketball Tournament as the Wildcats, who won the Southwestern League for the second straight year, take on Highlands Ranch, coached by Jordan Carter. The Wildcats, of course, in their first year under Michael Wells, who won six Southwestern League titles, a couple of trips to the Sweet 16, Elite 8, as well as the Fruit of Monument girls coach, guiding the Wildcats to this spot tonight, the top seed in the 6A State Basketball Tournament, Highlands Ranch, the 32 seed. Though, don't let that mislead you, because this is a Highlands Ranch basketball team Went 10 and 12, 3 and 7 in the Continental, the combined Continental 6A, 5A league. But it's a Highlands Ranch team that also played in the league with Chaparral, that is the three seed in this year's state tournament. Vista Ridge is the two seed, and they were the top two teams in the Continental this season. And so they played some really good basketball, um, faced some really good basketball teams this season for Highlands Ranch. Their, their high scoring game of the season was 83 points against Horizon. Their lowest output was at 46 points against Mountain Vista toward the end of the regular season. So let's give the starters tonight for Jordan Carter and the Highlands Ranch Falcons out of Highlands Ranch, Colorado. And Peyton Tierreich will get the start. He's their leading scorer on the season, but as we referenced with Michael Wells, they have eight players that score five points or more. And Tierreich has been their leading scorer this season, the 6'2 senior. Averaging 9.8 points per basketball game. He's joined in the backcourt by Olin Anderson, who is 11th in assists in the Continental League this season, averaging 9.6 points per game. He had 68 assists on the season. Nico Principato gets a start up front. He's a 6'5", 175-pound senior. Principato averaging 5.5 points per game. He leads the team with 13 blocks on the season. Also up front, Aiden Snowdy who's averaging almost seven points per game. Once again, good size like Principato, 6'5", and 195 senior. And then Luke Bakken is in the backcourt, averaging a second-best 9.6 points per game. Led the Continental League in steals of 79 this season. He's a 5'10 junior for Coach Jordan Carter. Last year, they went 17-7. The Falcons did 6-4 in the Continental. Beat Broomfield in the first round of the state tournament, 75-68, but lost to Regis in a close one. And the Sweet 16, 65 to 62. For Fruto Monument, the Wildcats mentioned 23-0, 8-0 in the Southwestern League, the top seed in the 6A state basketball tournament. And the Wildcats this season scored the most points in the Southwestern League with 429 and gave up the fewest, 263 in route to winning the league title. They're coming off the win against Durango, 43-25, with Jetwell scoring 16 points. Daniel Thomason had 14 Highlands Ranch. They're coming off a loss to Douglas County, 69-64 to to end the regular season. So for Michael Wells and Fruita Monument, Wilson Sigmund normally starts, but he missed the game with Durango playing a, a soccer game, a club soccer game. So Wilson Sigmund will not get the start. He will play tonight. Lucas Weaver will get the start in the backcourt. A six-foot uh, senior guard averaging 3.3 points per basketball game. 
and he'll be joined by Austin Reed, the 5'10 senior at 5.5 points per basketball game. Also in the backcourt, Max Orchard has had an outstanding season, finished fourth in scoring in the Southwestern League at 11.8 points per basketball game, the 6'3 senior. And then Jet Wells, who really runs the show from the point guard position. Wells, the 6'2 sophomore, second best scoring, average at 14.8 points per basketball game, was third in the league in scoring this season. He led the league in block shots, 21. So at 6'2 and playing a guard, he was the shot block leader and a very athletic player on both ends is Jet Wells, the son of Coach Michael Wells. And then Daniel Thomason, Southwestern League Player of the Year previously, the 6'6 junior averaging 16.1 points per game. That was second best in the league this season. DeMontrose's Caleb Ferguson, 6.9 rebounds per contest. That was third best in the league this season. He led the league in free throw percentage at 73%, and that's where Michael Wells hopes for his big guy, Daniel Thomason, can get to the line a lot tonight against this Highlands Ranch team. And you look at Highlands Ranch this season, averaging 65, almost 66 points per game. Fruita averages just under 64 points per game. But for Highlands Ranch, it's who do you stop? And that was the thing Michael Wells mentioned in our pregame conversation, watching six games of tape that every night it's a different player. Tier Ike, sometimes it's Bakken, sometimes it's Olin Anderson that, that stepped to the fourth front, and they love to press, and that will be a key tonight. Can the Wildcats handle the pressure of the Falcons' press and also handle the pressure of those naysayers on the front range that feel like Fruita Monument playing in what they deem as a weaker league in the Southwestern League didn't deserve the number one seed. They feel like they have a lot to prove tonight in this one against Highlands Ranch. Time right now for our national anthem here at Fruita Monument. Please remove your hats and stand as we honor America with the singing of our national anthem by Fruita Monument senior, Megan Formicola. and roll here at Fruita Monument. Fans still continue to file in here at Fruita Monument High School. Great to have you along tonight. Jim Davis with you. 
on the Team Sports Network. And coming up later on, Tyler Franson over Grand Junction High School, what they hope will not be the last game at Grand Junction High School's gym. They officially closed it down Friday with that huge crowd when Grand Junction played Central. But Tiger boys still in action in the 5A tournament. They take on Denver North coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. And if they're able to win, Central's able to win on the road, it'll be Grand Junction facing their crosstown rivals coming up on Saturday. And that would be a thrilling, I guess, uh, continue the run for the Grand Junction High School gym if the Tigers and Warriors get to play once again this season in the Sweet 16 of the 5A State Basketball Tournament. But for Fruit of Monument tonight, they have uh, not beaten Highlands Ranch in the Max Preps era. They are 0-4 against Highlands Ranch. The last meeting was 2021. In December, they lost that year 64-45. to Michael Wells has done an incredible job this year with the with the Bruno Monument basketball team as the taking over after Jake Aguera decided to step down. And Michael made a few personal tweaks to what the this basketball team does in terms of greater effort on the defensive end and more discipline plays and more of a system on the offensive end. And it's paid off with a 23-0 start. A 23-0 run right now to the first game of the state basketball tournament, the 6A classification. So Fruno Monument with the white tops, white shorts, blue panel on the side of the jersey and the shorts with the PowerCat logo on the bottom of the shorts with Wildcats across the front in blue, letters in blue as well. Highlands Ranch, they have the black jerseys with the black undershirts, the blue numerals, with Ranch across the front and white with the black shorts with the blue striping. So it'll be Aiden Snowdy jumping center circle against Daniel Thomason. As we're ready to tip it off, the 6A state basketball tournament with the Fruit of Monument boys, the top seed against the 32 seed. Highlands Ranch and Thomason controls the tap easily for the Wildcats. Reeve the basketball goes top of the key. They work it around the left side to Weaver. Jet Wells dribbles out of some traffic over the left wing. Reed to the right corner. Goes to Orchard. Weaver left corner and the shot's partially blocked as Wells tried the three. But Thomason gets inside for the rebound. Layup doesn't go the first time. Daniel's second effort though pays off as Thomason on the offensive rebound gets the putback for the Wildcats after Jet Wells had his three blocked in the left corner. Now it's Highlands Ranch down two to nothing early on. The basketball Principato. Going to go back out top of the key. And they will set it up with Peyton Tierreich, the 6-2 shooting guard, the senior. Left corner, shots blocked by Thomason out of bounds as Aiden Snowdy went to fire up a three from the left corner. And Daniel Thomason came out of nowhere to block that shot and knock it out of bounds. Daniel Thomason with the block shot. For Daniel, a 17th block of the season. Tier Ike with the basketball right wing, guarded by Wells. Dribbles to the foul line, kicks it to Anderson. Left corner to Snowdy. Work it back out to Anderson once again, their assist leader on the season. Anderson tries to drive baseline. Good defense by Austin Reed. Cuts him off on the baseline. Back out to Tier Ike. Tier Ike, Wildcats in that 1-3-1. Now looks like Wildcats in a man-to-man at the moment. Trying to drive is 
Luke Bakken, baseline, ball's going to get dribbled off the foot of Tierike and goes out of bounds. Good defense by Jet Wells along with Lucas Weaver as they doubled him on the baseline that forced the turnover by Tierike. They'll try to trap in the backcourt. This is what Jordan Carter's team loves to do. They've forced over, almost actually picked up over almost 300 steals this season. Baseline drive by Reed. Going to kick it back out to Jet Wells. On the logo, it's Weaver. Left corner, it's Orchard. Max, nothing inside. You got the moment they got, looks like man-to-man defense right now. They try to go inside to Thomason. Battle against Snowy, and it's going to be a foul. And it's going to go on Tierike. Peyton Tierike picks up his first foul. As right now, it looks like Snowdy's been given the job of slowing down Daniel Thomason, and Thomason is giving him everything he can handle right now. Austin Reed with the basketball. The shots will be blocked. Orchard gets his shot rejected. And a good job of quickly getting out to close out the, the shooters. Nico Principato comes up with the block, his 14th of the season. Tierike dribbles right side. Kicks it three on the way. Up and good for Olin Anderson. Olin Anderson with the three. First three of the game for either team. And now they're going to call. Jet Wells going to say he's going to he stepped on the sideline and turns it over. As they try to trap him, Olin Anderson part of that trap here at midcourt. So Anderson with the three. It's his 31st three of the season. He leads the team in that category. So he's their assist leader and their three-point shooting leader. Anderson has a basketball. Quickly inside, they go to Snowdy. Snowdy goes up strong and draws the foul. Oh, check that. They're going to call a travel on him first. Thought that he got fouled, but they're called a travel before the foul call. Inbound pass goes to Orchard from Wells. They'll try to trap in the backcourt. And bring it across midcourt's Wilson Sigmund, who's just checked in. Ball gets knocked out of bounds. Tipped out by Luke Bakken, the 5'10 junior guard. Orchard comes out. Weaver comes back in. So it's Wilson Sigmund slaps the basketball against the defensive pressure of Owen Anderson. Goes into the backcourt to Wells because they establish possession in the front court. They'll try to trap in the backcourt. Jet's going to use his jets and get into the front court. Slings a pass, left corner to Reed in the low post to Thomason. Ball bounces off his hands, has to regroup, gets it back to Reed. Reed to Thomas on the baseline, quickly whip it around the perimeter as Sigmund's going to go to Reed. Reed for three. That's going to hit off the top of the rim, hits the support, and goes out of bounds. And Austin Reed frustrated because he had a good look at a three. Michael Wells telling me that he needs Austin Reed to have, have a big game, and usually. When the postseason rolls around, he's up for the challenge. 3-2 lead for Highlands Ranch here early on on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. They lead the Wildcats. Falcons with the basketball. Bakken, top of the key with it. Picked up by Thomason and Sigmund. Here's a thread away from Tierike. Tierike's going to bury that one. Tierike's first points, second three of the night for them. Back the other way. Wildcats break the pressure. Jet Wells able to fling the ball up the rim. Doesn't go in for Jet, but he's going to go to the free throw line. Michael Wells said if we are able to break their pressure, we're going to have a shot at layups, and that was almost the case there. And they call the foul on Luke Bakken. That's his first. 
So Jet Wells to the free throw line for Fruita Monument. Jet's a 76% foul shooter. Misses that one, though. Wildcats on the season from the foul line. We'll get to that number in a moment as Jet's going to bury the second one for his first point of the night. Wildcats 64% from the stripe this season. Tier Ike with the basketball. He's going to go baseline right side to Snowdy. Snowdy bangs into Thomas and Daniel hits the floor. No foul call. Looked like Thomason was a good position to draw a charge. And then Tarek throws a pass off the leg of a Wildcat out of bounds. So Snowdy will come out for Coach Jordan Carter. And quickly in is George West III, the 5'10 sophomore point guard. Anderson has it out on the logo. Working from right to left on the front court for the Falcons out of Highlands Ranch, Colorado. A 32 seed in this year's tournament. Skip pass by West, three on the way. Put up and miss left wing by Anderson. Rebound by Daniel Thomason. Daniel got clocked on the outlet pass. Quick pass up the floor. Reed is able to get the lap. Coming in and trying to come up with a block shot was Zane El Fasuni, but he was not there in time. And Reed gets the bucket for Fruita Monument. Austin Reed's first two. Shot missed in the lane. And then Reed gets tied up as they try to push it up the floor. George West the third. Got in there and tied him up, and the arrow points in favor of Fertile Monument. Well, let's see, wait a minute. The possession arrow, alternating arrow points in favor of Highlands Ranch. Is there a point at the scoreboard saying, wait a minute, it's not Fruita ball, it's our ball. And it will be Highland Ranch basketball, Luke Bakken inbound baseline. Quickly gets it in to Nick Gleason, 6'2 senior, just checked in. Tarek, top of the key, wants to drive, right elbow, kicks it baseline. Del Basuni. West directing traffic, top of the key. Left wing, driving baselines, Bakken, Bakken goes inside. Thomason blocks the shot of Nick Gleason. Gleason hits the deck. Well, they're going to call the foul, though, on Daniel Thomason. So Daniel's going to pick up his first. And that will send Nick Gleason to the foul line for the Falcons. Nick Gleason averages 6.5 points per game. 55% for the stripe. They're at 64% on the season, and he nails the first one. Second foul shot on the way from the senior. Right in a foul shooter up, but that one's good. Gleason's first two. It's an 8-5 Highlands Ranch late on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Ball deflected by Gleason on the inbound into the hands of Max Orchard, then steal by Bakken. Tarek shuffles it. Del Basuni. Now it's back to Peyton Tarek. Drives the lane, kicks it to Gleason baseline. Gleason top of the key, three on the way from El Basuni. Misses the shot, rebound ripped down by Max Orchard. Outlet to Jet Wells. Flying up the left wing. Bakken gets back at him defensively. Reed, baseball pass right wing to the hands of Wilson Sigmund and out of bounds. Wilson just took his eye off the basketball. He was looking to catch and pass or shoot. and The ball just went through his hands on a bit of a high pass. Wildcats down by three. Highlands Ranch 
with the lead, 8-5 with 2.54 to play in the first. Winner gets the winner of Overland and Broomfield in the Sweet 16. Wildcats win there here on Saturday. Gleason has it. West long three, and he's going to bank that one in. George West the third banks in a three. They've had three threes here early on. They lead 11-5. to five. And the pass is going to be tipped away by Highlands Ranch as their half-court defense had a hand in the lane and knocked it away from the Wildcats. Inbound pass goes to Jet Wells. going to try to trap him in the backcourt with Gleason and West. Jet's going to quickly turn up the floor, fires it up ahead to Austin Reed. Right wing with the basketball, jab step by Max Orchard. Finds Reed, top of the key at the Wildcat logo. Baseline left side, Jet Wells navigates through, bends his way around a defender, gets the shot to the rim, doesn't go, but Jet's going to have free throws coming up. And that's going to go on Tyler Forrester, who just checked in, the 6'3 senior. So Forrester gets called for his first foul, third team foul, and Jet misses the first one. Jet was one for two at the foul line the last time out. I believe I misspoke. Wildcat shooting 70% from the strike this season. 64 for Highlands Ranch. Jet gets a second one. He's got two points. 11-6 lead for Highlands Ranch on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. George West, the third. Bohemian the legs dribble. Goes to Bakken. They play catch at the top of the key. And now it's back to Bakken after a corner pass from Forrester. Bakken whoops a bounce pass to West. He lobs a high pass back to Bakken. Bakken drives the lane. Triple team there. West gets his shot blocked. And it looked like either it was Jet Wells or Daniel Thompson got a hand on it. Orchard has it. Reed pass up ahead to Jet Wells. Thompson inside. Misses the layup. Ball batted around. Picked up by Lucas Weaver, though. Three on the way. It's too strong by Jet Wells. And George West the third with the rebound of the baseline. He'll scoot it up the floor right to left. As Highlands Ranch leads it 11-6. And then... West drives right side, and he'll be fouled. And that foul's going to go on the Wildcats. And it's going to be on Daniel Thomason who picks up his second. Thomason's going to come out. They can ill afford to get him any deeper into foul trouble. So Daniel checks out with, with two points so far in the game. Wildcats leading score at 16 per contest. Inbound pass goes to Forrester, left corner. Gleason has the top of the key, back to Forrester. Forrester lines up a three, and he drains it. Forrester with a three. They've hit four threes so far in this game, and it's a 14-6 lead for Highlands Ranch as Michael Wells calls a timeout with a minute 20 left to go in the first quarter. It's Highlands Ranch 14, Fruit Monument 6. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to High School Basketball on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. Every business needs a customized strategy. DWC CPAs and advisors provide comprehensive advisory services tailored for your unique industry and business. We provide insight and advise clients on financial performance, strategic planning and optimization, business startups and growth, business valuations, succession plans, wealth management, and much more. Find us online at DWCAdvisors.com. DWC CPAs and advisors, investing in our people, clients, and communities. It's full court coverage on 101.1 FM, 1340 AM at 102.1 FM. The team. Welcome back to Fruit Monument. Highlands Ranch, they've hit 156 threes this season. They've already buried 
four tonight in this one. They lead it 14 to six over Fruno Monument. Jet Wells the foul line. Tries a bounce pass in the baseline, and he was waiting for Aiden Tuning, the junior, to post up. He was going to bounce pass to him the left block, but Tuning turned and faced the basket. It goes out of bounds, but it's last touch by the Falcons. Weaver, the inbound pass, goes to Wells. Back to Weaver. Tuning inside off the glass, too strong. Fight for it on the baseline. Bakken with the rebound up ahead to West. West against Jet Wells. Wells tries to block his shot, got a piece of it, and Jet is able to come up with a rebound after Orchard tipped it to him. Wells up the right wing, bangs into Gleason, and Gleason's going to be called for the blocking foul. So Gleason's going to pick up his first. That'll be, I believe that should be the fifth team foul. They have four on the scoreboard right now. Furta trails at 14-6 against Highlands Ranch. As Peyton Tierike will come back in. So Lucas Weaver to inbound the basketball. He's looking forward to the start of the baseball season. Corner three missed by Reed off the side of the rim. And with the rebound, it was Tierike. He has in the front court. Tries to step around. Max Orchard can't do it. Three top of the key on the way. Hits off the back iron for Olin Anderson. And the rebound by Max Orchard. And Orchard is getting mugged by Tierike. And, and no foul call. And then Reed saves it. Throws it back in. Stolen away by Highlands Ranch. A missed layup by Olin Anderson. Now it's Max Orchard ahead of the pack after he got the layup or the rebound. His layup is short. And the rebound grabbed by Zane Elbasuni. Four on the clock. Layup missed inside. El Basuni cleans it up, though, with the, with the layup to beat the buzzer. Zane El Basuni fighting inside after it was a missed layup by Highlands Ranch. El Basuni gets his first points, and it's a 10-point Highlands Ranch lead, 16-6. Here at Fruit of Monument High School in the Carville's Automart scoreboard. 6A first-round action. Highlands Ranch 16, Fruit of Monument Boys 6. We'll return to the second quarter you're listening to high school basketball on the team presented by ken richard state farm get a quote from ken by calling 243-1000 fci constructors knows it takes teamwork to get the job done from building a winning sports program to providing quality commercial construction for our growing grand valley they're proud of the contributions they've made to our community over the years through high quality projects and community engagement FCI employs 128 Mesa County residents and may contribute to over 200 local nonprofit organizations. To learn more about FCI Constructors, visit their website at fciol.com. What kind of shape are your tires in? Will they get you and your loved ones safely over those mountain passes this season? Better head to Firestone Complete Auto Care and pick out your new snow tires from the best brands in the business. No need to shop around either since Firestone will price match any tire. And they can handle all of your vehicle repairs and scheduled maintenances too. Firestone Complete Auto Care, serving Grand Junction and the Western Slope. Open seven days a week at 607 24 Road, just west of the Mesa Mall. This is Full Court Coverage on the Team Sports Network. Fertile Monument with the basketballs. We start the second quarter down 16-6 to Islands Ranch. Islands Ranch is at 4-3. The Wildcats have yet to hit a three in this game. Three-pointer, right wing on the way. Missed by the Wildcats' Isaac Belknap. And Highlands Ranch grabs a rebound. Peyton Tierreich will bring it into the front court, right to left. Anderson urging Tierreich to 
attack the rim. Now it's Anderson baseline pass and the layup up and good for Aiden Snowdy. Snowdy with a good cut in the baseline and a nice pass by Anderson. So Snowdy with his first two points of the basketball game. It's their first two-point field goal of the game. They also have two foul shots from Nick Cleese and the rest have been threes. 18-6 lead for Highlands Ranch. The pressure has caused problems for the Wildcats. Jet Wells, jumper from the foul line, hits off the front of the rim. Max Orchard out of the rebound and got it ripped out of his hands by Bakken. Bakken nearly lost the dribble, gets ahead of the pack and lays it in. So Bakken with the bucket. Luke Bakken, that's his first points of the night. It's in a 20-6 lead and the turnover by the Wildcats in the backcourt. But then, fortunately, Jet Wells able to steal it back. Aiden tuning up ahead and his layup is partially blocked by Snowdy, but it gets pinned up against the backboard and the rim, and we have a dead ball. But they're also going to call a foul on Aiden Snowdy. So Aiden Tuning will get the step to the foul line. They got the ball dislodged. Tuning on the season, 59% free throw shooter. It's been a valuable piece coming off the bench for Michael Wells in that front court. And he misses the... First free throw, shooting two. Aiden averages just under two and a half points per basketball game. Wildcats down 20 to six here early on. They have dug themselves a hole. Second one is up and good for tuning. Wildcats have yet to make a three tonight. They trail at 20 to seven. Bakken. Drives left side of the lane, drives and kicks, and a offensive foul on Bakken as Daniel Thomason taking the charge for the Wildcats. So Bakken's second foul. They're going to try to trap in the backcourt again. It has been fruitful so far for Jordan Carter. It's what they're known for on the season with 285 steals. And the pass is tipped out of bounds by Tierreich, and Jet Wells is saying, Hayden Tirex grabbed me on the arm. How can I catch the pass if he's grabbing me on the arm every time? Fortunately for the Wildcats, it goes out of bounds. Wilson Sigmund takes the pass in the backcourt after the inbound from Jet Wells. Lucas Weaver has it. High outside. Tuning dumps it inside to Thomason. It's pushed in the back by Snowdy, and the ball goes out of bounds off the Falcons. They're definitely letting Islands Ranch play because Aiden Snowdy shoved Daniel Thomason right in the middle of the back when he was posting up in the left block. Segment inbound, goes to Weaver. Lucas thought about the three, now dribbles inside the arc. Quick pass inside, Jet Wells, head and shoulder fake, and up and in on the layup for Jet Wells. Jet's first field goal of the night. 20-9 lead, and then the shot's put up and missed by West from three-point range. Wildcats with the rebound. And Michael Wells wanted a double dribble call and was not going to get it on Highlands Ranch. The back the other way, a foul on the Falcons, and it's going to go on Peyton Tierreich. That'll be a second, so they got a couple guys with Bakken and Tierreich in foul trouble with two apiece. Third team foul. Bruta trails it by 11, 29 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. 5.48 left to go in the first half. Quick pass inside, little baby hook at the left hand. Up and good for Daniel Thomason. The smooth low post move from Thomason. He's got four points. Wildcats. In a 2-3 zone at the moment. Tereich with it on the logo. Looks to Olin Anderson. 
as Anderson gets the play from Jordan Carter, the head coach. Snowdy handles the top of the key. Anderson fakes the pass, now goes to Tierike, top of the key. Guarded by Jet Wells. West catches. Baseball pass, thought about it. Didn't throw the baseball pass and goes cross court over to Tierike. Baseline move by Bakken, kicks. Corner three on the way. Put up and missed by Nico Principato and the Wildcats with the rebound. Thomason with the pass up ahead to Wilson Sigmund. And Sigmund slips and falls down. Ball stolen away by George West III. Two on one. West gets it to Anderson who lays it up and in. Bowen Anderson's got his fifth point. And now they're going to call a technical foul on Michael Wells. Michael thought there was an awful lot of contact by Highlands Ranch when they were pressing in the backcourt. Contact that should have been called. And Michael Wells just been hit with a technical foul. Michael was furious. He feels like his guys are just getting mugged in the backcourt on this press. Now the official who's teed him up is going to go over and talk to Wells. And Michael's like, he can't, they can't be grabbing him on the arm. And Tierike's going to miss the first foul shot of the technical foul. Well, Michael Wells is saying that he's right about it. Highlands Ranch there grabbing the arm of the Wildcats players. And they're trying to catch the pass as Tierike gets one out of two. So Tierike's got four. And it'll be Highlands Ranch basketball up 23 to 11. Tierike will come out. And it will be Anderson to play to the backcourt to George West the third. West will walk it across midcourt, right to left. Sends the pass over to Nick Gleason. Gleason dribbles inside the arc, quickly doubled there by Reed and Max Orchard. Anderson directing traffic. Sends a pass to Gleason, outside the arc. Wells on him quickly. Driving is Anderson, kicks in the right corner, and then the pass stolen away by Wells, but then it's taken away by El Basuni. West in the lane. Quick pass inside, off-balance shot, up and good in traffic by Owen Anderson over the right block. Anderson's seventh point of the basketball game. 25-11 lead for Highlands Ranch. They lead the top seed in 6A through the monument. Orchard, right wing, guarded by Snowdy. Jump pass by Max, right to left. Wells, long three, on the way! Jet Wells burying the long three. First three of the game for the Wildcats. Jets got seven. Gleason's going to respond to the three of his own, but he's going to hit it off the back iron too strong. Elbasuni's rebound and pass knocked away by Jet Wells. Wells, Elbasuni blocks Jet's shot. It'll be Jet Wells drawing the foul on Zane Elbasuni. Go check that. We'll be on Elbasuni. It's going to be on Nick Gleason. Elbasuni was the one that blocked the shot. Gleason made the contact with Jet right before that. So Gleason's second foul. Fourth team foul on the Falcons. Jet buries the free throw. Wells is kind of trying to put this team on his back right now. Down by 10. Second one's on the way. Misses off to the right. 
Wildcats got to make some free throws. And the opportunity's there. Gleason drives inside, and the shot's blocked out of bounds by Daniel Thomas. It looked like maybe Orchard got a piece of it as well. Mason Lopez comes in for Fertile Monument, the 5'6'' senior. It's Orchard, Reed, Lopez, and Daniel Thomason for Fertile Monument. Right now, playing a 2-3 zone with Thomason in the middle of it. It's Anderson West, along with Gleason, as West's going to try a three, and he's going to sink his second three of the night. George West the third with his second three, and he's got six. Wilson Sigmund with the basketball as well. Orchard's wide open, left wing. Got to get the ball to him. And then the cross-court pass by Reed is picked off by George West. West collides with Orchard. Offensive foul against George West, the third. Max Orchard doing a great job getting back on defense, getting himself in position to take a charge. And West picks up his first personal foul. Fifth team foul on the Falcons as Jet Wells will come back in. Austin Reed comes out. So it's Orchard, Wells, Lopez, Sigmund, and Thomason. The Wildcats down 28 to 15. Sigmund bounce pass to Orchard. They'll pressure the backcourt once again. Gleason all over Wilson Sigmund. Back to Lopez. Wilson able to drive it into the front court as Sigmund's going to send a pass baseline. Thomason off the window for two. Wilson Sigmund with a great assist. Thomason with a six point. With the baseline layup. And then Thomason's going to block the three attempt to West. Saved by Jet Wells. And now they're going to call a foul on Highlands Ranch. What a play by Thomason. Came out of nowhere once again. Blocks West three attempt from the right corner. And then Jet Wells saves it to Lopez. Who gets fouled on the play. And he gets fouled by Nick Gleason. That's his third personal foul. So two-shot foul for Mason Lopez. Right in a foul shooter, and it's short off, off to the left for Mason Lopez. 61% free throw shooter on the season for Lopez, the 5'6'' senior. Sets for the second one. Wildcats trail at 28-17. And the second one spins out. El Basuni with the rebound. The outlet to Bakken. Luke Bakken into the front court. Forrester to Bakken. Bakken top of the key. Three misses it off the left. Orchard with the rebound and gets it knocked out of his hands, though, by Bakken. But the Wildcats are able to steal it back as Daniel Thomason kicks it out to Wilson Sigmund for a three. Wilson Sigmund with his first points of the night. And a huge three for the Wildcats. Wilson Sigmund buries the three. It's his 12th of the season. Wildcats down, down by eight, 28 to 20 after trailing by double digits. Elvis Suni for three, too strong off the back iron. And Jet Wells with the rebound. And Jet try to shove Bakken off. And they're going to call Luke Bakken for the foul. Jet's getting physical and he has to. Because they are all over Jet Wells and Max Orchard and Wilson Sigmund, whoever is handling the basketball in the backcourt. Fouls on Forster, that's his second. So Jet will step to the foul line. 
Foul shots on the way, and he makes it. Nine points for Jet Wells tonight. He's four of seven from the foul line. Make it five of eight. Ten points for Jet Wells. Make that eight, excuse me. A little ahead of my scoring. Eight for Wells. And the pass goes off the hands of Bakken. That was just a lack of concentration by Luke Bakken on the right wing. As he went to catch the basketball, he was looking into what the Wildcats had defensively and just took his eyes off the ball and it went through his hands and out of bounds. Wildcats down 28-22 after they trailed by double digits here in the first half. At one point, the Wildcats were down 20-7 in this game. Wells with the basketball, top of the key. Bakken on him. Jet picks up his dribble, bounce pass, Thomason. Inside against El Basuni. El Basuni goes by him, and Thomason lays it in for his eighth point of the night. He's got nine. I've got him from nine. They have him eight on the score sheet. Or on the scoreboard, I should say. Trying to go with a backdoor cut by El Basuni West with the pass. And it's going to be a foul. A blocking foul is going to be called. on Isaac Belknap. So that will send Zayn Elbasuni to the line. Elbasuni, foul shot is up and good. Kind of rattles around a little bit for Zayn Elbasuni. So Thomason with eight. Jet Wells with eight for the Wildcats. And the second one's good for Zane Elbasuni. He's got four points. Wildcats trail it by six with 45 seconds to go in the first half on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Pass in the front court to Thomason from Wells. Left corner, Belknap. Isaac inside. Thomason. Good spin move, and Daniel doesn't get the layup to go, but he draws the foul on the Falcons. And they'll call it on Luke Bakken. And Bakken just picked up his third. And here Luke Bakken early. I'm listening to watching Luke Bakken complain to the official as Thomason misses the foul shot. Owen Anderson back in for Highlands Ranch. Mason Lopez will check back in just a moment, and Thomason misses the second one. Rebound controlled by Highlands Ranch, and now they're going to call a foul on Fruto Monument. That's going to go on Jet Wells. That's Jet's first. Five team fouls on Highlands Ranch, three on the Wildcats. 29 seconds left to go here in the first half. Roto one point was down by 13 in this game. Hans Ranch wants to hold it for the final shot. West's been a big story tonight coming off the bench. George West with six points and a couple of threes. West has it top of the key. Ball knocked away by Jet Wells, and then as Jet went to, he had the steal, denied the passing lane, 
He went to grab it. It went off his leg and out of bounds right in front of the Wildcat bench. West to inbound against the pressure of Jet Wells. Anderson, double clutches, puts it up, and it's an air ball over the backboard. And Frutamon at one point looked like disaster in the making, down by 13. They now trail it by six and a half, 30 to 24. So, quick look at the numbers. Unofficially, they have Jet Wells for eight. I have Jet for 10, but we'll we'll go with their eight on the scoreboard here. Daniel Thomason with eight. And for Highlands Ranch, here in the first half, Highlands Ranch led by Olin Anderson with seven points. George West, the third, has six. Tyler Forster has a three. Peyton uh, Turek has a three as well. As so far tonight, they've hit five threes in this basketball game. Wildcats will be able to come back and get a couple of threes, though. A three from Wilson Sigmund and also a three from Jet Wells. So Wildcats trailing at halftime by 6, 30 to 24. And as I mentioned, at one point they were down by 13 in this game but have fought back to make it a close one here at halftime. Highlands Ranch has the lead 30 to 24 in the Carville's Automart scoreboard over the Fruit of Monument Wildcats. And what we'll do is on the other side of this break, we'll have a live listen-in on the Delta Boys basketball team at Pagosa Springs tonight. Their opening game of the 4A State Basketball Tournament. Then coming up, we'll have the rest of this game. And also, we'll have Grand Junction taking on Denver North tonight to open up the 4A State Basketball Tournament at Grand Junction High School. We're at halftime, though. Islands Ranch 30, Fruit of Monument 24 in the Cardinals Automart scoreboard. We'll take a break. On the other side, our live listen-in with Delta at Pagosa Springs. That's coming up next. You're listening to High School Basketball on the team. Full court coverage brought to you by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Grand Valley Bank can help you prevent your accounts from being taken over by a scammer. Don't share login information with anyone, including loved ones. Keep passwords strong and regularly updated. Don't give remote access to your computer. Confirm email links and attachments with the sender before opening. At Grand Valley Bank, we actively work to protect our customers and communities against fraud. That's people banking with people. Visit grandvalleybank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Faster, easier, better for you and your teeth. Laser Dentistry lets us take better care of you. Hi, this is Dr. Bob Johnson with Horizon Dental Care. With our state-of-the-art Photona Lightwalker Laser, there is less pain, less damage to surrounding tissues, shorter healing times, and better results. Almost every procedure can be done or enhanced with a laser's use. Come experience the evolution of dentistry. Check us out online, horizondentalcaregj.com. Horizon Dental Care, it's not just about teeth. Got the dish underneath from Johnson and wasn't able to get it to go. First free throw is good. Eric at the line as the shooting section increases the noise volume here, but doesn't bother Eric as he makes the second. Delta down by four, 11 to seven. Lewis looking for a screen. Now tries to drive in. He'll drop it off to Harper. Harper guarded by J.P. Gallegos, who's now into the game. 
Dozier on the right side, back to the top, and Wilson puts up a three, no good. Rebound by Dozier. Outlet to Harper. Now Lewis thinks about driving, steps back out over to Dozier on the right side. Dozier to Wilson at the top, one dribble. Lewis left side, blocked by Clayton Cryer, and J.P. Gallegos ends up with the ball. And now a jump ball forced by Pagosa. They'll have possession. Inbound underneath. As Laner tries to back his way in, Eric doesn't budge, but Laner gets the jumper over the top of Bear. 13-7. And they're going to call a charge. Or an illegal screen, excuse me, on Eric Bear. That's Eric's first. Lewis has it at the top of the key for Pagosa. Now Laner back to Lewis. Lewis drives in, kicks it out. Wilson for three from the top is good. Nine-point lead for Pagosa. Gallegos over to Black. Joe dribbles to the top, back to Bear on the right wing. Bear now dribbles in the paint, kicks it back out. Tuck, shot no good, rebound by Harper. Up ahead to Dozier. Dozier guarded by Black. Over to the right side and Lewis. Lewis to Dozier. Now to Harper. Back to the top and Laner. Now Lewis from the right side to Dozier at the top. Back out to Lewis. Guarded by Cryer. Lewis brings it back to his left on the top of the key. Now Dozier on the right side. Up to Laner at the top. Laner to Lewis. Over to Dozier. Dozier drives. Baseline kicks it out. Lewis jumper no good. A little too hard. Laner with the putback no good. Rebound by Delta. Black three ball left side no good. And a rebound by Pagosa. Lewis dishes Dozier right side. Three ball, no good. Rebound, Cryer. And Rob will call a timeout. 126 left in the first quarter. Pagosa Springs leads 16-7. to So Delta not playing terrible right now. They just can't get a shot to fall. Pagosa is getting their shots to fall, and several of them have been three-pointers, so that's why they're ahead by nine right now. So, Joe Black with three points. Tuck and Eric both have two. Eric's came from the charity stripe. So Delta will have possession underneath their basket. Moving left to right. Gallegos to bring it across. Goes to the right and Black. Black mishandles but gets it back now to Johnson at the top. Back to Black right side. He dribbles in, kicks it out. Gallegos puts up the shot just inside the charity stripe and he'll have his first points of the game. Lewis at the top of the key for the Pirates. 
goes to the right side in Kinsley, who's back into the game underneath to Laner. Laner spins around Johnson and gets the lay-in. Bay goes quickly up the near side, left to right to Pryor. Three ball. No good off the front iron. That's a rebound by Dozier. Dozier in transition. Touch pass by Laner. No good by Ziegler, but Kinsley will get the rebound in the putback. It's 20-9 to Pagosa Springs. 30 seconds left in the first quarter. Fryer into a cutting. Gallegos off the glass. Can't get the shot to go, but JP going to go to the line for a couple Delta Cabinet Company free throws. Dozier called for his first foul. Both teams have a couple. JP can't get the first one to rattle in. Delta with the subs. Tyler Yost, Lee Arias, and Alonzo Huerta. Chase Harper checks back in for the Pirates. And Shield will check back in for Laner. So JP will attempt his second. Delta Cabinet Company free throw. Can't get that one, and it's going to go out of bounds off of Pagosa. Yost tried to reach around and get it. Instead, Ziegler knocks it out of bounds. So Delta has possession underneath their basket. 22 seconds left in the quarter. Gallegos to the left side. Arias to Cryer. Cryer left elbow, dribbles back to the top. Now Gallegos, JP, three ball, no good. And the ball will go out of bounds off of Pagosa. And Delta will continue to maintain possession. 11 seconds left here in the first quarter. Inbound to Arias. Arias to Yost. Yost to Gallegos. Gallegos back to Lee in the corner. Arias to Gallegos left side. Gallegos to Cryer. One second left at the top. Shots no good at the buzzer. And at the end of one, the Ghost of Springs leads 20 to 9. We'll come back for the second quarter. You're listening to Delta Panthers basketball on Stormy Sportsnet. New or pre-owned, it's easy to shop, save, and buy at Hellman Motor Company in Delta. Hellman Motors has been family-owned and operated for over 68 years. Ford, Toyota, new or pre For years, hunters and shooters have come to Jerry's Outdoor Sports from all over the country. Now you can shop at Jerry's anytime, anywhere. Jerry's Outdoor Sports has officially launched their new online experience. Shop their legendary inventory of rifles, shotguns, safes, ammo, and more with any Wi-Fi connected device. Just go to jerrysoutdoorsports.com to shop online and use promo code radio to get 10% off your entire online order. That's promo code radio for 10% off. Jerry's Outdoor Sports, the local's choice for specialty shooting supplies. Are you turning 65? Actually, are you 64 and a half? Have you noticed that your mailbox has been inundated with mail from Medicare insurance companies? This is Stephanie Garcia-Hagan with Mesa Benefits. We've worked with people who threw out their Medicare card because it looked like an advertisement. This doesn't need to happen to you. We're here to help. Please call our office at 970-549-0410 or make an appointment at mesabenefits.com. You can bring the mail to us and we'll help you sort through it. Mesa Benefits makes the Medicare insurance process easy as pie. Start out third quarter, Olin Anderson buries a right corner three. 
And Anderson now has 10 points. Jet Wells drives inside, head and shoulder fake, got the ball fake, missed the lap, and then Daniel Thomason comes up with the offensive rebound. His putback doesn't go in, and Michael Wells with his hands wrapped around his face in frustration as the ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by the Falcons, but a couple of opportunities in the paint, and they cannot finish it. Reed's pass is deflected, but fortunately into the hands of Jet Wells. Wildcats down 33-24. Lucas Weaver, baseball pass in the lane, but it's picked off by George West III. West drives the lane, misses the layup as Max Orchard hits the deck. Daniel Thomason with the rebound. Gets it to Weaver. Weaver, top of the key pass. Orchard thought about the three, doesn't pull the trigger. Austin Reed quickly closed out by Aiden Snowdy. And then the pass... Down inside to Orchard, gets knocked out of bounds by the Falcons as Wilson Sigmund comes in for Weaver. So it's Wilson Sigmund, Daniel Thomas, and Jet Wells, Max Orchard, Austin Reed for Fruita Monument. And Wells for a three right corner, air ball long, and it's West with the rebound. It's West, Tierike, along with Bakken, Snowdy on the floor as well, and Nico Principato. 33-24 lead. Islands Ranch, the 32 seed. The Wildcats, the top seed in the 6A playoffs this year. Anderson's going to hold it in his right arm. Kind of cradles it. He's got 10 points tonight. Three-pointer put up and missed by Snowdy. And the rebound grabbed by Max Orchard. Outlet up the right wing. It's Jet Wells. Finds Wilson Sigmund baseline right corner. Snowdy on him. Orchard swings it over left side to Reed. Driving the right wing. Sigmund off balance. Lamp and it doesn't go for Wilson. Who just could not get that one to roll over the front of the rim. And the foul is going to go on Aiden Snowdy, the 6'5 senior. Snowdy's second personal foul. Two fouls already on the Falcons here in the third with 6'11. Sigmund at the free throw line. Wilson nails the first one. Wilson Sigmund with four points tonight. First trip to the foul line. Wilson, decent foul shooter, 66%. Second one's up and good. He's got five. 33-26 lead for Fruita Monument. Or for uh, Highlands Ranch over the Wildcats on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Coming up, Tyler Franson at Grand Junction High School. Tiger boys taking on Denver North tonight. We hope to have another update, another live listen in on Delta at Pagosa Springs in the 4A state tournament. West dribbles to the foul line. Zainel Bassani misses the three, top of the key. Rebound ripped down by Max Orchard. Then West in the backcourt, being a pest, knocks it away, but into the hands, though, of Jet Wells. Wildcats have in the front court, working from right to left. Sigmund with West on him. Wilson's going to drive to the right wing, then takes it inside, misses the... Little 10-foot jumper in the baseline, and Daniel Thomason can't get the offensive rebound to go. Too hard off the glass, goes out of bounds, and Daniel chews on the front of his jersey in frustration on the neck area, going, oh, couple of offensive rebounds, a couple of bunnies that he just has not been able to finish. But it went off the Falcons. It'll be Wildcat basketball. Wells dribbles baseline, gets around Anderson, then leaves it inside for the sweeping left hand of Daniel Thomason, who lays it in. Thomason with 10 points. As he leads the Wildcats, Anderson's got 10 for Highlands Ranch. 
Albasuni's going to put it in the hands of West. He'll fire up a three. He's in a couple of threes tonight, misses that one. And Max Orchard doing a nice job on the glass for the Wildcats. Max averages 6.3 rebounds per game. He's been on the glass quite a bit tonight. Albasuni on Orchard, bounce pass, low post, turn around, baby hook, left hand, missed by Thomason. The rebound by Anderson. And he gets the pass to Peyton Tierike. Tierike drives left side. Reed, good defense. Kick top of the key. Anderson open for a three. Top of the key, and he hits it. Olin Anderson's hit two threes. Coming out of halftime, he's got 13. And then back the other way, Wilson Sigmund gets the layup for the Wildcats. Wilson with seven points tonight, but Michael Wells wants a timeout. Fruit is down by six. 4.22 left to go in the third. Highlands Ranch 36, Fruit of Monument 30 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard in first round 6A state tournament action here at Fruit of Monument. We'll take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to high school basketball on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. You asked for it. We did it. What do we build at More Storage Sales? The crew will tell you. Shops and garages. More Storage has the best quality and price on the western slope. Carports. There's any size for cars, boats, hay storage, or RVs. Pergolas and awnings. We build pergolas and awnings out of aluminum to last a lifetime. Storage buildings. Custom storage buildings are our specialty. You'll like the way we do business. At more storage cells. It's full court coverage on the team. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Back at Fruit Monument, Jim Davis with you tonight. Highlands Ranch with a 36-30 lead over Fruto Monument. And the Falcons with the basketball. Corner three, left side missed air ball by Peyton Tierreich, and it's Orchard with another rebound. Up ahead to Lucas Weaver, baseline read. Jump pass, top of the key, Orchard thought about three. Jumper from 16 by Max, it's too strong. Ball's batted around, and then Thomason tries to save on the baseline, but throws into the hands of George West III. West has got some speed, and he quickly gets into the front court, but the Wildcats hustle back on defense. And Lucas Weaver is going to be called for the reach. Take that Wilson. Oh, Wilson Sigmund's going to be called for the foul. I thought Lucas Weaver's the one who got him on the arm, but they're going to call it on Sigmund. That'll be Wilson's first. First team foul on the Wildcats, two on the Falcons. Luke Bakken will inbound it, left corner. Albasani for a three, and he just drilled it from the left corner. Zane Elbasuni has seven points tonight. His first three of the basketball game. Baseline pass, and it's a thunderous dunk. Daniel Thomason, DT, with authority. Got the alley-oop and the jam for the Wildcats. And he's got 12. And then the shot put up and hit. A little floater dropped in by Aiden Snowdy from about 10 feet out. Snowdy with his fourth point of the night for the Falcons. 41-32 lead for Highlands Ranch. But what an incredible dunk by Daniel Thomason. Of course, we get another year of basketball, just a junior. It's already been Southwestern League Player of the Year as the ball goes out of bounds off the Wildcats. So it's Lucas Weaver, Max Orchard, Jet Wells, Daniel Thomason, Wilson Sigmund. Bach and Elbasuni. Snowdy along with Gleason on the floor along with West. George West the third backs it out on the dribble 
right in front of his coach, Jordan Carter. Weaves the ball between his legs, Yo-Yo. And now he's going to drive on Sigmund to the foul line. Denied dribble penetration by Thomason. Three put up and missed by Snowden. And then a good job of getting the rebound by Jet Wells. who gets grabbed by Bakken. Luke Bakken has not committed a single foul tonight in his mind. That time he grabbed the arm of Jet Wells. And the official comes over and says, look, you got to settle down a little bit. And Bakken just picked up his fourth. Because Bakken started to really react. And was pushing it for a moment at a technical foul. So pressure in the backcourt again. Sigmund doubled, and now he'll find Wells in the backcourt. Bounce pass in the front court to Max Orchard. Wildcats working from right to left. Ball faked by Jet. Jet's going to drive. Penetrates. Inside gets the layup. Great take by Jet Wells. Attack of the rim. And Jet with 10 in the basketball game. 41-34 lead for Highlands Ranch. Bounce pass, top of the key. Goes to Gleason, works it back over to Olin Anderson, who's had a sensational night with 13 points. And he's hit three threes. Zane Albasuni for the bounce pass, right side to Anderson. Wants to drive on Wells. Flips it far side to Gleason. Minute 33 left to go in the third. Elbasuni at the foul line. Right-handed shot, puts up the floater, hits off the back iron. Max Orchard with another rebound. He has been dynamite tonight for Michael Wells on the glass. Wilson Sigmund angles it from left to right. Spin move in the lane, misses the layup. Elbasuni kind of altered that shot, might have even got a piece of it. And then, and then Snowdy slips and falls down as he's run up the floor. But they're going to call the foul on. They're going to call it on Wilson Sigmund, who apparently made contact with Snowdy. Wilson's second personal foul. Wildcats trail at 41-34. Minute five left to go in the third. And he goes out of bounds off of Highlands Ranch over the far corner. Wildcat defense forcing a turnover there. Not a bad pass. Now the Falcons will drop into their half-court defense. Jordan Carter will not have his team trap on this possession. 58 seconds left to go in the third. Weaver catches it in the front court. Jet Wells has it knocked out of his hands by Peyton Tierike into the Wildcats bench. At the end of this quarter, we'll go to Grand Junction High School, bringing the start of the first quarter of that game with Denver North and come back here to wrap it up in this matchup between Fruto Monument and Highlands Ranch. Weaver in the corner with a pass to Wells. Pocket corner three is missed by Jet, but there's Orchard with the rebound. Gets the pass to Daniel Thomason, who hits the 15-foot jumper from the foul line. DT with the soft J, and he's got 14 points. 41-36, Highlands Ranch. Wildcats trail on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Anderson out near midcourt on the Powercat logo, working from left to right. Clock winds down to 13. Anderson with Reed on him. Gets a screen by Elbasuni. Turnaround shot in the lane by Anderson. Misses it. And Thomason with the rebound. Four seconds. Goes to Jet Wells. Jet three-quarter court. It's going to hit off the support, the ceiling. And that will end the fourth. Wow. 
Wildcats still right in the middle of this one. Trailing Highlands Range, 41-36 in the first round of the 6A State Boys Basketball Tournament. Highlands Range, 41, Fruit of Monument, 36. We'll take a break. On the other side, we'll go to Grand Junction High School. Tyler Franson will have the Tigers in Denver North bringing the start of the first quarter of that one. Then we'll come back midway the first quarter to wrap this one up here at Fruit of Monument. Highlands Range, 41, Fruit of Monument, 36. You're listening to high school basketball on the team. Full court coverage presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by going to CoverMeKen.com. It's time to get geared up for the winter season at Played Again Sports, your neighborhood sporting goods store. Played Again Sports has a big variety of winter sports equipment in stock, including hockey gear, snowboards, snowshoes, cross-country skis and boots, sleds and helmets, and more. Their staff will help you find just what you need. They'll also pay you cash for your previously loved equipment. Played Again Sports, open seven days a week next to Once Upon a Child, 2454 Highway 6 and 50. Hi, this is Dave Herkamp with ProSpace Interiors here in Grand Junction. ProSpace has been serving the office furniture needs of local businesses for over 45 years. Our experienced sales and design staff can assist you in selecting the right office furniture from over 50 manufacturers. And our professional installation crews will get the job done right. So, for your next office project, big or small, give the pros at ProSpace a call at 242-7575 or online at prospace.biz. It's full court coverage on 101.1 FM, 1340 AM at 102.1 FM. The team. Welcome in to Grand Junction High School. Tyler Franson up here at the from the top of the Grand Junction High School Gymnasium we are ready to go here for 5A high school playoff basketball the Grand Junction Tigers and the Denver North Vikings Tyler Franson up here in the broadcast booth. It's going to be a very good game and what could be potentially the last game played of high school basketball here at Grand Junction High School in this gymnasium, depending on the outcome of other games. Now, those outcomes go like this. As it stands, the Central Warriors are playing Lewis Palmer. If Lewis Palmer falls to Central, if Central wins tonight, and Junction wins tonight. That game, Junction Central, will be played here. So this could either be the last or potentially second to last game here at Grand Junction High School. Quickly getting the starters for both teams for the Denver North Vikings, Brady Abushan, Jacob Gurren, Sammy Barajas, Diego Bueno, and Roman Perez. For the Tigers, it's Declan Lake, Cohen Wright, Brett Wojtek, Brady Page, and Will Applegate. We're underway here. Tigers with the ball, winning the tip-off, moving from left to right. Around the perimeter they go. Pass to Applegate, top of the key. Gets it out. Goes baseline is Cohen right. Cohen loses the ball. It's picked up by Denver North. Roman Perez with it. Vikings with it from right to left, capitalizing, hopefully, on the first turnover. Tigers, meanwhile, want to 
get the ball right back and play defense. Driving is Duran. Shoots from the elbow, no good. Rebound, Tigers goes down is Brady Page. Page with it from left to right. Still no score on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Each team's had the ball once. Applegate on the wing. Now he's at the corner. And he loses the ball out of the backcourt. No, they say it was off of Brady Abushan of the Vikings. Quick sub for the Vikings as checking out of the game. Sawyer Abushan. And Shio Rodriguez checking in. Quickly inbounding it and again off of a Viking fingertip off the inbound to once again keep it G.J. Ball. 7.05 to go here in the first quarter. No score yet on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard in the opening round of the boys' 5A tournament. On the near wing is Declan Lake. He passes it over to the left of Wojtek. Wojtek goes to Applegate in the lane. He gets it to fall in. Will Applegate the first two points on the board, and it's 2-0 G.J. here, opening quarter. Vikings wearing purple and yellow uniforms, and I don't think that's a coincidence compared to their Minnesota pro football brethren. On the wing is Perez. He kicked it out, almost lost it. Holding on to it is Garant. Now over to Rodriguez. Rodriguez back to Abushan on the, on the near wing. Front of the Tigers bench. Abushan passing it, kicking out for a three, and rolling that one in is Jacob Guerin. A nice three-point play, something that Coach Dutch Johnson said they'd have to look out for tonight. 3-2, the Vikings lead it early here in the first. Six minutes to go here in the first quarter. Tigers on the wing. Applegate with it. Gets the pass in the lane. And it falls in after a bounce off the back iron. Will Applegate the first four points tonight. Vikings looking to respond here. Rodriguez driving. Almost lost it. He's behind the wing. Rolls to the top of the key. Bounces it to Guerin. Guerin will... Gets the elbow, now gets it back out for Rodriguez. Top of the key, guarded by Wojtek. He's going to kick it out. Finds his teammate, Abushan. Abushan to Guerin at the baseline, underneath, and that's Rodriguez with the behind-the-back layup. Five and a half to go here in the first quarter. First two points for Rodriguez. Tigers trying to respond. Applegate at the block. He drives in. He's going to foul the Viking Roman Perez Applegate in the charge and that's the first foul on him and that's when you're a 6-4 Will Applegate and you're the largest player arguably on the court sometimes that'll happen I'll give you about two more possessions here before we send you back out to Fruit of Monument High School and Jim Davis the rest of the call there Early going in this one. The Tigers trail it by one on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Perez, baseline, underneath, no good. Taken out by Declan Lake, who fights for that basketball. Lake will pass it to Cohen Wright. Cohen back to Lake, top of the key, now over to Wojtek. Now to Applegate. Applegate, underneath, and the basket counts with the end one. That foul is going to go against Diego Bueno. No bueno, the foul. It's his first. So with 4.43 to go, the and one opportunity coming from Will Applegate. After this free throw, we'll send you back out to Fruit Monument High School. And the free throw off the back iron, no good. Tigers get it back, though. 
Cohen right with it, passing it around. Wojtek goes baseline, stops, kicks it out. They go behind the key. Now it's Cohen right near the logo. Wojtek with it now in the wing. Takes a step over to Lake. Lake top of the key. Back to Cohen. Back to Wojtek. Now it's Brady Page in the lane for two. And the Tigers on another little roll here. 8-5 on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We'll send you back out to Pretty Monument High School. You're listening to full court coverage of high school playoff basketball on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. There's plenty for the family to do at River City Sportplex. Enjoy the fun of cosmic skating, featuring the light show and live DJ. Cheer on CMU hockey. Try something new with the Learn to Skate and Learn to Play classes for the figure skater and hockey player in all of us. Get signed up today for the Curling League. Spots are filling up fast. Check out the website for the full list of programs and events at River City Sportplex. Fun for the whole family. Visit RiverCitySportplex.com. This is full court coverage on the Team Sports Network. Welcome back to Fruit of Monument High School. Chet Wells just buried a three to give Fruit of Monument a 43-41 lead. As West will kick it to Snowdy, left corner. His three kicks out the back iron. And Wells with the rebound. Jet Wells with 15 points. As... Just to give you a quick update, Luke Bakken for Islands Ranch fouled out, got called for an offensive foul. But Jet Wells looked like when the Wildcats were down 41 to 40, he's going to give them the lead, got a layup, but he got called for an offensive foul. Wilson Sigmund missed on an offensive putback. And then Jet Wells buries the three. He's got 15 points. And Jet with two threes tonight. As Jet misses the first one from the foul line. Daniel Thomason with 16. Jet Wells with 15 tonight for Fruto Monument. And they trail it, or they lead it by two after trailing by 13 in the first half. Matter of fact, in the first quarter, Wells on the way, and it's good. Good rotation. Jet's got 16 to tie Daniel Thomason. He gets a much-needed breather with 3.19 to go. Michael Wells expected a war tonight with Highlands Ranch. And, and it's been that tonight, but the Wildcats have risen to the task. We'll just keep it right here. As Highlands Ranch calls a timeout, they call it, we'll take a full timeout. The Florida Monument leads it 44 to 41. They trailed it 20 to 7 in the first quarter. And they have fought their way back in this one. They've done a much better job handling. The half-court trap, the pressures of Coach Jordan Carter and the Highlands Ranch Falcons. And all those message boards that talk high school basketball across the state. Some feeling that the Wildcats were not worthy of the number one seed. But they, even though the Southwestern League has both Central and Central tonight, Junction playing tonight. Montrose is in the 5A playoffs as well. Longwise for Durango. So, I mean, the, the league, the Southwestern League, putting everybody into the postseason. The Wildcats 23-0 trying to 
stay undefeated and move on to the Sweet 16. That's where they got last year before they lost to Smoky Hill, 71-59. Still work to do here, though, 313 to go. George West spin move in the lane, loses it, goes out of bounds off the hand of Wilson Sigmund. Wildcats have been able to come back and hit four threes after they were outshot 5-0 from three-point range by the Falcons. Anderson with the basketball, sends a pass right wing to West. They play catch as West's going to skip pass, left side, corner, and the three's going to be put up and missed by Nico Principato and three-man control by the Wildcats. Max Orchard gets it to Isaac Belknap, who's in. Belknap, baseline pass to Thomason, top of the key, Wilson Sigmund. Finds Max Orchard, guarded by Zane Elbasani. Belknap to Sigmund, left wing. Top of the key, Orchard, bounce pass inside. Layup up and good for Daniel Thomason, working inside against Nico Principato. 18 for Thomason tonight, Wildcats up. 46-41. Quick pass inside and the layup up and good for Principato. And a chance at an add one here for Nico Principato. It's his first points of the game. As he got fouled by Wilson Sigmund, that's his fourth. So Principato going to the foul line. He averages five and a half a game. In his stats, he doesn't go to the foul line a lot, but he's effective when he goes there, but doesn't complete the three-point play as he misses the foul shot off to the right. Wildcats control the rebound. Wells in the front court to Belknap. Belknap to Thomason, left wing. Wildcats up by three with 2.05 left to go in the basketball game. Wells, bounce pass, far side, Thomason. Quick pass inside, Orchard gets his shot blocked by West, who elevated, and West not very tall at 5'10". Compared to Max Orchard, who's about 6'3", but he blocked his shot. Shot blocked by Thomason. Saved by Orchard. Saves it to Jet Wells. Wells races up ahead. Wells attacks and then gets fouled by West. Perhaps he got fouled by Elbasani. We'll see who they call it on. They're going to call it on George West the third. That'll be his fourth. So check that. It'll be his third. Excuse me. So Jet Wells with free throws coming up for the Wildcats. He's got 16 tonight. First one on the way, and it's good. Jet now with 17. Snowdy comes in. Nico Principato departs. For the Wildcats, it's Max Orchard, who's been an unsung hero tonight on the glass for the Wildcats, and Michael Wells. Daniel Thomason... Jet Wells, Austin Reed. So Wells waiting to shoot the foul shot. So a discussion, I didn't catch what Michael Wells was talking to the official. Now all three will of a brief discussion as Jet will go back to the foul line after making the first one Michael had a thought on particular matter as Jet nails the second one Jet Wells now with 18 for Fruita Monument 
ties with Daniel Thomason for the game high lead team lead. Wildcats up 48-43 with a minute 30 left to go. Three-pointer missed by Anderson. Rebound grabbed by Jet Wells. Jet has had a sensational game tonight. He'll fly into the front court. Orchard, baseline to Sigmund. Wilson dribbles out the left wing. And a timeout call by Michael Wells with a minute 18 to go. Incredible comeback by the Wildcats after they were down early by 13. And this will be a full timeout. We'll take a timeout, and then we'll come back to Fruto Monument. Top-seeded Wildcats lead Highlands Ranch 48-43 in the Carville's Automart scoreboard. You're listening to High School Basketball on the team, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. I've been taking my car to Simpson Brothers for at least 15 years. I like Simpson Brothers because they're so friendly. When someone recognizes me, calls me by my name, that's a plus for me. When you come into their office, it's neat and clean, and nice stuff on the walls and plants, and they're just very friendly. They always take time to say hello and joke a little bit. So I like them, but the main thing is they really do a great job. Excellent mechanics. I wouldn't go anywhere else. Simpson Brothers Garage. Your car's never had it so good. It's full court coverage on the team. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Back at Fruit Monument, Jim Davis with you tonight. First round of the 6A State Basketball Tournament. The Wildcats have come back with a vengeance here in the second half. They lead it 48-43 over Highlands Ranch. It'll be Jet Wells inbound just to the left of me. They'll stack it with Austin Reed, Max Orchard, Daniel Thomason. Inbound pass. Actually, Thomason was on the left side. They stacked the other three. Orchard has it. Goes back out to Sigmund. Reed. High pass to Orchard. Max has to elevate and grab that one. Dribbles to the foul line. Kicks it to Reed. Right corner, Thomason. Wildcats working some clock here. Sigmund drives. Finds Wells on the baseline. Baseball pass by Jet to Reed. Quick pass inside. And it's Max Orchard with the bucket. Max Orchard. His first points of the night, though he has been huge on the glass for the Wildcats. Three on the way from the right corner, put up and missed by Nick Gleason. The ball, though, batted back out to the top of the key. West drives inside. His layup short, hits off the side of the rim. Orchard with the rebound. And Max is going to get fouled. Said Max Orchard did not score to that last possession, but man, he has been a hard worker on the glass tonight for the Wildcats. And Max will go to the foul line. Orchard 69% from the stripe, his first trip to the line this evening. The Wildcats up by seven with 31 and seven tenths of a second to go. Foul shot on the way, and it's short. Shooting two. So it's Wells, Reed, Thomason, Orchard for Fruto Monument. Along with Wilson Sigmund. Second one by Max is good. Orchard with his third point of the night. Wildcats lead at 51-43. Elbasani tries a three, gets a block by Wells. The Southwestern League shot blocker blocks another one, and now Thomason's fouled, and Daniel, the very satisfied look on his face, the big smile as 
Florida Monument since his victory. All those naysayers on the front range that said they didn't deserve the number one seed. And that they're going to get upset tonight by the 32 seed Highlands Ranch. We're to have to prove them wrong tonight. They call that foul on Anderson. And Thomason sinks it. Daniel with a game high 19. Last year had 14 in the loss to Smoky Hill. It's the second foul shot. He's got 20 tonight. Put up by 10. Three-pointer put up and missed by Anderson. Reed with the rebound. To Wells, to Orchard. Orchard gets into the front court. And then Max is going to be fouled. The clock stopped with 8.9 seconds to go. So Max Orchard back to the foul line. And they call that foul on George West III. That's his fifth. He fouls out. And he leaves with two threes and six points tonight. Did you hear the chant of na na na, hey hey, goodbye by the fans behind me in the student section over on the far side? Wildcats up by 10. After we grab Michael Wells, we'll go back to Grand Junction High School when Tyler Franson is. Max Orchard cans the foul shot. He's got four. And some big points down the stretch for Max Orchard here. And he gets his fifth from the foul line, fifth in the game. Max with five. Three of them coming from the free throw line. Shot put up and missed by Highlands Ranch, and that's going to be the basketball game. 55-43. Fruta Monument advances, and they'll take on the winner of Overland and Broomfield Saturday here at Fruta Monument High School. 55-43, your final. The top seed of Wildcats knock off the 32 seed Highlands Ranch. Highlands Ranch hit some big threes early on, but Fruto Monument prevails tonight to move on to the Sweet 16. So we'll try to grab Michael Wells in just a moment. Great victory for his Wildcats in this one tonight. Now 24-0. As they remain undefeated, and they head to the next round. Michael Wells over talking with Highlands Ranch coach Jordan Carter. So grab Michael Wells. And Michael join us right now, throws the headset on. And Michael, uh, early on, their press got to you. They, they outshot you from the three-point line, five to nothing. What was the message at halftime? Because certainly you figured out some things, some answers to their pressure and that ended up being a big factor. I thought Max Orchard, while he only had five points, huge points down the stretch, got in the glass hard. Jet Wells played great. Daniel Thompson great, played great. But Max Orchard all night battled on the glass, came up with some big points late for you. Well, after I had a, a disagreement um, about the way the game was being called, mm -hmm. I thought our guys made a really good run. Um, and I just told him at halftime, I said, for as poorly as the first part went, we're down six, guys. We're right where we need to be. Um, and, you know, we, we didn't do not anything we practiced the entire first half against their press. I mean, not anything. And so we just kind of refocused on where we were supposed to be, what we were supposed to do um, in, in terms of what that was supposed to look like. And, and they did a good job um, executing it in the second half. 
I thought at times Jed kind of put this team on his back a little bit, hits that three, and he gives you guys the lead. I thought he played a heck of a game for you tonight, Michael. Yeah, and, I mean, he left five or six on the free throw line that yeah. he doesn't normally do, but um, I, I tell you what, he was tired. I don't know that he was out much. Um, and, you know, we, we told the guys, it's like, you can't leave any left in the tank, you know, if, if you want to win. And, uh, you know, God, the guys just battled. Good grief, they just battled. And then DT got in a little bit of foul trouble mm-hmm. and responds with a game like 20 points. That, that thunderous dunk, that really changed the, the momentum of this basketball game. And just another great performance by Daniel Thomason. He really did. You know, we, we knew these guys when they penetrated, they, they faked, they pivoted, they, you know, shot faked, a lot of this stuff. We talked about staying down, staying down, staying down. And, and we didn't, and that's what got him in foul trouble in the first half. And, you know, again, that was just part of that nerves, part of that chaos that they created early. And, and once we kind of settled down, then, you know, we, we played how we wanted to. The guys really executed the stuff, and, and uh, you know, we... We turned the tide. DT's dunk and Jets three to give us the lead, and um, you know it was kind of done from there. Yeah, I just thought some tremendous performances tonight for your basketball team, led by Daniel Thomason's 20. Jet finishes tonight with with 18 points, and like I said Max Orchard with some big foul shots three down the stretch, a field goal doesn't score till under a minute left to go to really help you guys seal the victory tonight. So move on to the Sweet 16. Thoughts about the next round? We'll be here Saturday. Yeah, I mean, obviously we got to get a lot of rest. We got to dive back into the film, and and we got to find a way to have a better start. Um, you know, it, it both teams we've seen um, on film. We played Broomfield early in the year, so I don't I don't know who we're going to get between Broomfield and uh, um, Overland. But shoot, Broomfield had us down 12 in the fourth quarter at the Centaurs turn. We end up having to come back to beat them in overtime. So they're a really good team. You know, Overland's a really good team, and. Like I said, we got to have um, we got to have a better start um, and not make it quite so uh, hard on coaches. So ticker. challenging, yeah. Eighty-four <laughs> seventy-nine. You beat Broomfield, by the way, in overtime on that one. So uh, you, you're now you look at the record. You're you're twenty-four and zero. You get the first win in the as the number one seed in the six A state tournament. Uh, just kind of your thoughts about those two those two things converging here in this opening win. Well, you know, one of the things that you think of as a coach is, you know, you hate to have a perfect season and then, you know, give up the Virginia 116 upset in the <laughs> first round of the playoffs. But it was it was a real possibility with the type of team that Highlands Ranch came. And uh, I, I knew they wouldn't be afraid of us, and they weren't. You know, we had to settle down and play. And always good to get that first one under your belt. And I think the thing that, you know, we're going to benefit from is we worked all season to get in that top eight. So we'd have this second one at home. And now we got another chance to play in front of our fans and, and have somebody else get in the bus and take the long ride over. So, All right, Michael. Congratulations. Great victory for your team tonight. Thank you. And, uh, of course, we'll be out here Saturday covering the Wildcats. Wherever they play, Broomfield or Overland in the Sweet 16 in the 6A State Basketball Tournament. So final score, 55-43 tonight. Just very quickly. Daniel Thomason, leading scorer tonight uh, in the game. 20 points for Fruit Monument. Jet Wells finishes with 18 points tonight for Highlands Ranch. They were led by Olin Anderson, who had uh, 13 points tonight. And Anderson hit a couple of threes for them. Actually, three threes tonight for them. He led the way with 13 points. So the Wildcats move to 24-0. They'll take on the winner of Broomfield and Overland Saturday in the Sweet 16. And that'll wrap up our broadcast out here. Fruit of Monument gets the win. They come from behind to knock off Highlands Ranch 55-43 to in the Carville's Automart scoreboard. On the other side of the break, Tyler Franson has Grand Junction, Denver North the rest of the way in the 5A state tournament. Thanks again for listening. It's full court coverage on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000.
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Our locally owned Ace stores are committed to helping our neighbors and our communities. And because we're in the neighborhood, we can deliver almost anything you need. So shop in store or online for whatever your home or yard needs. Choose from top brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Traeger, and Benjamin Moore. Then pick up in-store, curbside, or we'll deliver your order right to your home. Around the block, what you need in stock with people who know how to help. See acehardware.com for details. It's full court coverage on 101.1 FM, 1340 AM and 102.1 FM. The team. Welcome back to Grand Junction High School. The 5A playoffs continuing here. We got about a minute six to go here in the first half as the Grand Junction Tigers currently lead it 33 to 14 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Will Applegate with 15 points putting on a clinic and wanting more. He's not on the floor at the moment, but Brett Wojtek is. He has the basketball. He bounces it low to his teammate Andrew Henderson, who's at the block on the left side of the paint and draws a Denver North foul. That will be against Chio Rodriguez. Nope, check that. That's Emerson Mitchell checking into the game. So Mitchell will check back out after committing that infraction. Pass from the inbound. And around the wing we go. There's Grand Junction. Maddox Dubinsky going baseline. He stops. He kicks it back out, and it's all tipped away. And Denver North takes it out. It's another turnover. That's been something that has been an issue for Grand Junction. Lots of early turnovers, but they haven't been able to capitalize as Denver North. Case in point, as they were coming up the other end of the floor on that last play, Grand Junction was able to get the rejection. And so here we go, Tiger Ball, moving left to right across your radios. At the baseline is Edison Dean. He has nine points. And Andrew Henderson gets an offensive foul. That's the first on Henderson, the sophomore standing at six foot five. A lot of bench minutes coming so far late in this first half as Dutch Johnson, the head coach of the Tigers, wanted to get fresh legs out there with a 33-14 lead. Six seconds on the clock. Shot from three for Denver North. Miss, no good. Tigers with one second will chuck a prayer at half court. No good. And that is where the first half comes to a close. At the end of two quarters here in the 5A state tournament, the Grand Junction Tigers with a 33-14 lead on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Your leading scorer so far, Will Applegate, with 15 points as the Tigers will take a break and we'll send it back out to the team sports desk where Nate Andrews will fill baby fill. We've got halftime right now at Grand Junction High School. You're listening to high school basketball full court coverage on the team presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. 
Ready or not, it's coming. It's time to get to Pioneer Propane and make sure you're supplied before winter hits. Pioneer Propane offers the area's best prices with no hazmat or fuel recovery charges, free swap out, and a 10 cent discount if you pay within 10 days. They can also fill RV tanks and bottles to get you ready for those cold weather hunting and camping trips. And Pioneer Propane is locally owned. When you call, you'll talk to a real person. Serving homes and businesses in Delta, Montrose, Uray, and Mesa counties. Pioneer Propane in Delta, 970-874-9100. If you're not familiar with the health benefits of chiropractic care, Grand Junction Chiropractic invites you to discover how good you can feel. For over 40 years, Grand Junction Chiropractic's been helping people of all ages enjoy better health by keeping all the body systems working properly. They offer same-day appointments so you don't have to wait around in pain. And there's no commitment to a lengthy treatment plan. Just the safe, secure, and effective care you need. Grand Junction Chiropractic, 12th and Orchard. Call 970-241-1199. To Harper. They work it into Laner. Laner. Back out to Harper. Now Dozier. Left side Lewis. Delta. Just chasing the Pirates right now. Lewis. To Harper. Harper dribbles in now. Back out. Dozier. Laner, now Harper. Dozier at the top. He's going to drive. Shot is no good, but Eric Bear going to be called for his third foul. And Dozier to the line for a couple Delta Cabinet Company free throws. 3.22 left in the game. Shot's good. Vaughn Mitchell and I were talking last night during the girls' broadcast that looks like Colorado is going to introduce a shot clock here in the next couple of years for high school basketball. That'll eliminate the stall play, the the stall offense, and looks like we're going to get an injury substitution for Wilson. Looks like he might have some blood on his knee. Ziegler checks back in. 57-39. In favor of the Pirates. A shot clock will also eliminate that five count to get it a the five count for holding the ball. There. Looks to drive, steps in. They try to work it underneath. Has his pass slapped back to him. Fryer for three from the top. No good. Out of bounds. Off of Delta. 2.55 left in the game. And possibly Delta's season. It's been a fun season, that's for sure. Obviously a little more... More wins at home than on the road. And we're going to have a timeout called as Wes Lewis, not happy with one of his players, calls a timeout and has some words for him, but apparently was satisfied with the explanation regardless. So, But as I was saying, Delta with obviously more wins at home than on the road, but They've got a lot to build on here. They've got some good players coming up. 
Alonzo Huerta has been close to spectacular off the bench. Tyler Yost. It's hopeful he'll step into that uh, Tucker Johnson role. That second big on the floor for Delta. You've got players like Lee Arias and Deacon Sheen. And uh, Rhett Maramontes, who is suited up for this game. He, he'll be on the varsity squad, I'm sure, next year. Inbound goes to Lewis. To Harper, now Dozier. Has the ball knocked away, but Pedosa gets it back. Lewis. Underneath, there's a steal by Johnson. Now Gallegos. Back on the other side, dishes to Cryer. Cryer, little stutter step, gets the screen. A little three ball, it's good. Clayton's in the scorebook. and Timeout going to be called by Delta. And uh, we will step aside as well. You're listening to Delta Panthers basketball on Stormy Sportsnet. Ace is the place with a... For years, hunters and shooters have come to Jerry's Outdoor Sports from all over the country. Now you can shop at Jerry's anytime, anywhere. Jerry's Outdoor Sports has officially launched their new online experience. Shop their legendary inventory of rifles, shotguns, safes, ammo, and more with any Wi-Fi connected device. Just go to jerrysoutdoorsports.com to shop online and use promo code radio to get 10% off your entire online order. That's promo code radio for 10% off. Jerry's Outdoor Sports, the local's choice for specialty shooting supplies. This is Full Court Coverage on the Team Sports Network. Talking about players that will make an impact next year, J.P. Gallegos, you're probably looking at him being your starting point guard next year. Joe Black's coming back, so you've got him as well. So the players coming back, you know, you've got a little more experience under their belt as Clayton Pryor forces a steal. Up ahead underneath the black touch pass to Bear and Eric's going to lose it to Lewis. Lewis on the other end. Soft off the glass. It's good. 59-40. Are you turning 65? Actually, are you 64 and a half? Have you noticed that your mailbox has been inundated with mail from Medicare insurance companies? This is Stephanie Garcia-Hagan with Mesa Benefits. We've worked with people who threw out their Medicare card because it looked like an advertisement. This doesn't need to happen to you. We're here to help. Please call our office at 970-549-0410 or make an appointment at mesabenefits.com. You can bring the mail to us and we'll help you sort through it. Mesa Benefits makes the Medicare insurance process easy as pie. It's full court coverage on the team. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Welcome back to Grand Junction High School for the first round of the 5A state playoffs between the Denver North Vikings and the Grand Junction Tigers. Also happening on our sister station, the Monkey, tonight, Montrose taking on Harrison. And if you go to our Monkey website, 957themonkey.com, there's a link to the Delta live stream as they're in action tonight as well. That game you just heard as uh, we were kind of listening in to the call there. 
So we just got an update, and it was a close one between Montrose and Harrison as the Red Hawks get the win tonight, 49-48. So they will advance in the tournament. As for the Grand Junction Tigers, they are playing lights out, particularly in the paint with Will Applegate. Coming into the game tonight, Applegate, your leading scorer, averaging 9.6 points per contest. He has already well eclipsed that mark with 15. He's also had a couple of chances at the three-point play because of just the way that he plays. He draws a lot of contact. Players like to foul him because he's six foot four. Marching band, pet band in full voice tonight. We have one half of basketball left. We'll also try to get an update, if we can, on the Lewis Palmer and Central game. Central, if they win tonight, and if Grand Junction wins tonight, they will play Saturday here at Grand Junction High School in a battle of Cross Valley rivals. And what could very well be the last game played here in this gymnasium. This could be the last game played in this gymnasium, and I think the Tigers boys basketball team knows that, and that's why they're playing the way that they are. They're playing fast, they're playing loose, they're playing very well off the glass. They've gotten plenty of rebounds here so far early in this first half of the action. Tigers will start with the basketball, your starting lineup for the second half. What it was in the first half, Declan Lake, Cohen Wright, Brett Wojtek, Brady Page, and Will Applegate. Applegate, your leading scorer with 15. Edison Dean off the bench, not that far off. He has nine points. As the Tigers, with the ball, moving from right to left, quickly gets it. Lake with it. Now it's a floating hook shot from Brady Page. He adds to his total. He has four now. And it's 35 to 14 on the GJ Chiropractic Center scoreboard. First possession for the Tigers. They score. Here's the Vikings' first possession. Driving on the left side of the paint, going for a floater. No good off the back iron. Applegate the rebound. The missed shot there, Chio Rodriguez. He was a bench player. He has six points to lead the Vikings in scoring of their 14. Lake. Pass back to Cohen in the wing. Now over on the end to Wojtek. Wojtek takes out his defender, goes for a little floating jumper, and he can't get that one to fall. And it's a turnover Tigers that goes out of the backcourt. Tigers with a 21-point lead on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard here early in this third quarter. 7.04. Top of the key here, the Vikings. Here's a shot from three. It's not going to count as Chio Rodriguez pulled up from three, but before that, we took one too many steps, and that's a travel. And so it's Tiger Ball once again. Quick score update. The Palisade Bulldogs season has come to an end. They fell to Vista 76-35. to So congratulations to the Bulldogs on their season. Didn't end the way they wanted it to, but to get to the playoffs is the first and probably most important step. Driving in the lane for the Tigers, missing the layup at the second chancer from Will Applegate, who has 17 points. 
in this contest, eclipsing his average by a pretty substantial margin. Vikings on the wing, it's Rodriguez. Started by Lake. Rodriguez spins, puts, puts it back over for Jacob Guron. Guron off the right side of the glass, no good. Applegate the board. Players getting a little slippery. Roman Perez went down to the ground. Here's a three. That one's off the back iron, no good. The missed three from Wojtek. Tigers trying to second chance it, and they're going to be a, a foul on the Vikings. Diego Bueno, again, no bueno at the second foul. With under six minutes to go, Will Applegate at the free throw line. First free throw from Applegate is good. He has 16. So the Delta Panthers season has also come to an end. We just got the final score update. 59-45, Pagosa Springs with the victory over Delta. Second free throw, no good, but the Tigers get their own offensive board. They've done that twice tonight. At the baseline, hook shot, no good. Second try, no good. Missed shot there, Brady Page. Vikings come down with the board. Jacob Guerin. It's Thornton, or no, it's Guerin with it. Top of the key from three. Back iron, no good. Rebound is Lake. Tigers with it. Lake holding onto that basketball for dear life with Chia Rodriguez right on him. Cohen right with the basketball down for Grand Junction. No look over to Wojtek in the corner. Now it's Applegate. Baseline underneath. Good for Will Applegate with 20 on the board. Will Applegate, 20 points to lead all scorers by a wide margin. Here's the three from downtown, and that one is good for Roman Perez on the near wing in front of his faithful bench. 17 points total for Denver North as they get a quick steal going the other way, trying to add more. And the fadeaway in the paint is going to miss, but there's going to be a foul called on the Tigers. This one is against Cohen Wright. First foul on Cohen, under five minutes to go here. 40-17 to 17 our score on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard. North inbounds it. Guerin. Perez, baseline, fadeaway. Rims out, no good, tipped around, second try, and rejected by the Tigers, but a foul is going to be called. Brady Abushan with the attempted layup. The foul against Brett Wojtek, and that's his first. So Abushan will go to the free throw line to shoot two. First free throw is good from Abishan. It's 40 to 18 now. Tigers with a 22-point lead here in the third. First point for Abishan tonight. Second free throw from him. Up and good. Two for two at that free throw try as a substitute will come in for the Vikings. Guerin will sub out. Michael Van will sub in. Van is a senior shooting guard and shooting forward. Tiger ball now. Here's Brady Page looking to inbound and break through the Vikings full court press defense with 4.40 to go in the third. 
Ball passed around. We'll get into Wojtek. Wojtek across the way for Page. And then there's a three from Declan Lake at the corner. Declan Lake with five points. Three coming that way at the far corner. 43-19 to 19 our score. And this will be a Viking turnover as the ball went out of the backcourt. And so a couple of subs will check in. Wojtek and Applegate will sub out for Edison Dean and Andrew Henderson. Dean, your leading bench scorer tonight with nine. Vikings will try to strip it away. They will. There's going to be a whistle, though. That was on number 12. They're going to call that on Cohen Wright. And that's his second. So Cohen's going to step out for a bit. Tyson LeFevre is going to check in. The senior, 5'10", wearing number 10. Vikings ball looking to inbound it on their side of the court. Van, behind the backcourt, will get it. And it's knocked away by a Tiger. Van's going to try to get it himself. Both teams pointing in the opposite direction. It's Vikings ball. Jacob Guerin will inbound it to Sammy or Chio Rodriguez. Chio's going to take it across midcourt. Now he's at the top of the key. We'll float it to the left for three. No good. It's rebounded by the Vikings, though. They'll try again. It's Rodriguez. Now kicks it out. Here's a three from Diego Bueno and missed. Tigers rebound. They've got a three-on-one going the other way. Defense catches up. Henderson at the block, spins, goes up and in. His defender fell backwards. And the Tigers now up by 31 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We got a whistle on the other end of the floor as the Vikings went for a shot. And it's going to be a foul on Edison Dean. Noah Schmaltz will check in for the Tigers as well. You have Brett Wojtek checking back in. A couple of subs will get you there. The placements when you get a chance. Meanwhile, the Vikings at the corner. Quickly, the pass goes up and in from Roman Perez. He has a... Leave. That's his, yeah, fifth point. Okay. Perez with five. A timeout is called on the floor. 45-21 our score. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. So, again, if you missed our uh, earlier full-court coverage here on the Team Sports Network, the Fruit of Monument Wildcats boys basketball team advances. They got the victory tonight, the 55-43 win, a comeback win. Trailing by as much as 13 points, they win by 12. I'm sorry, 9, right? No, that's 12. I can't do math. 55-43, Fruta wins. Montrose also wins tonight in a close one, 49-48. Palisade Bulldogs fell 76-35 to Vista. And Delta falls to Pagosa Springs, 59-45. Let's look at your out-of-town scoreboard on the rest of the high school playoffs slate. Grand Junction, meanwhile, is leading in this one, 45-21. Out of the timeout, we've got another whistle quickly on Wojtek. And Wojtek, that's his second already. 
quick uh, on-air production meeting for our crew back at the team sports desk. Nate Andrews, if you could give me an update on the Central Warriors score, that would be greatly appreciated. As for the Vikings, they're at the free throw line. Roman Perez with the free throws. He missed the first one. He'll have a second one here after his teammate Diego Bueno checks out. Sawyer Abushan checking in. Second free throw rattles in, so he's one for two on that try, and he has six points, does Roman Perez. Tigers trying to break through this full-court press defense, an aggressive full-court press defense for the Vikings, and it'll cost them as Jacob Guerin will draw a foul, and that is his first. Tigers inbounding from half court. Edison Dean with it. Dean trying to break through the press defense. Double team. He tried to get it to Wojtek in the paint. And it's off the fingertip of a Viking. So still Tiger ball with 2.54 to go here in the third. Quick inbound goes to Henderson. Henderson will try to get it to Tyson Lefaber, and it will... Be off his fingertips in front of the Tiger bench. Viking ball. It's been some sloppy play here on both teams here late this third. Vikings with it. Thought about a three was Guerin. He's going to drive it now. Works it out to Abishana. Abishana at the block. Fade away. Is going to drop in for two. Will the bucket count? No, it will not. believe he traveled or some other offensive infraction. Dutch Johnson with his team leading by 23 as we've got a quick Grand Junction just unable to get through this full court press. Strong first half for the Tigers in the first half as the Vikings press defense has definitely started to cause some problems here. But it's also caused problems for them because on a chance they inbound it from their side, they turn it over right away. So here's Tiger Ball. Trying to find somebody open, gets to Lake. He has it. Holds on to it, now works over to Dubinsky. Madison, long high pass to the top of the key, goes Cohen right. Right to Henderson, off the glass. No try on the first, but he gets it off the second to put back his in for Henderson. Henderson with four points tonight off the bench. Long three is short for the Vikings, and it's an air ball, and you can hear the crowd. This very energized crowd who knows that tonight might very well be the last night that basketball is played in this arena on these hollow grounds. Vikings to inbound. And the foul is going to be on Edison Dean on the quick inbounds. Dean draws his second. And so it'll be Jacob Gearin at the line for two. Under two minutes to go here in the third. 
shot is good. First one from Gearin. That's his fifth point of the night. A little tricky to see the uh, scoreboard here from up high. Gearin, second free throw. Is up and good. Six points for Gearin. And it's 41-24 to two minutes to go. Will Applegate back on the floor for the Tigers. He has it at the post. Goes up and in off the glass. Will Applegate is on fire tonight. 22 points for Will. Coming up the other way is Denver North. The Vikings on the wing will go out at the top of the key is Gearin. Gearin dribbling. Passes right to Braden Thornton checking in. Thornton pulls up from the elbow. No good. The rebound is to Dean. Tigers going up with it. Cohen right. Now to Applegate in the lane. Off the glass. Another just easy bucket for Will Applegate. Long three, meanwhile, pulls up for the Vikings. It's no good. Applegate the rebound. It has been a Will Applegate toward the force tonight, both off the glass and in the paint. He tries to go again in the lane, and the big six-foot-four Applegate thumps to the ground. He's going to go to the free-throw line. The official... Points to the jersey of Michael Zan, who committed that foul, and so here's Applegate for two. First free throw is good, had a nice spin on it. As the Vikings are going to make a line change, Van is out, also Abushan. Sawyer, Abushan, and Brandon, Braden Thornton, excuse me. We'll get you their replacements here in just a second as the second free throw is no good. He missed it. 52-24, Applegate, though, with 26 points. Make that 25. On the other end, the Tigers try to come away with a steal. It's off of a Viking, so... Or is it off of... Okay, so... I was right. It is off liking. So here's Tiger Ball. Edison Dean quickly inbounding it. We get back to him. Lake is at the corner, double teamed. Tried to bounce low to Applegate at the post. Applegate with another layup. Roman Perez has to guard Will Applegate. He was a little slow to get up. He's jogging to the other end of the floor. When you have to go up against a big guy like Applegate, it's going to be a tough battle as it's another airmail air, air miss. But it was also a foul against Declan Lake. So Vikings will go to the line. 21 seconds to go here in the third. Will Applegate with 27 points out of the 54. So quick math, that means he scored half of all the points that the Tigers have put on the scoreboard tonight. Meanwhile, first free throw from Chio Rodriguez is good. So that makes it a 29-point game. Oh, 
Second free throw from Chio is good. Eight points for Chio Rodriguez. Here's the Tigers with 21 seconds. This could be the last possession of the quarter. Applegate with it at the post from a wide open pass. Almost lost it. Kicks it back out to his teammate, Dubinsky. Dubinsky now to Lake. Lake down low at the corner. Back to Applegate. Goes up at the post. Goes in for the basket and the and one. Once again, Will Applegate. 29 for Will. The foul is on Malcolm Beckley. Excuse me, Bekele. Malcolm Bekele, the sophomore center and power forward for the Vikings. Off the bench, his first foul. Will Applegate, the and one. Back iron missed, tipped around as rebounded by Chio Rodriguez and the Vikings. Going the other way and short is Brady Abushan, but the Whistle will read zero on the clock, and that will bring us to the end of the third with the Grand Junction Tigers leading 56-26 on the GJ Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We'll take a timeout and be back with the fourth. You're listening to high school basketball full-court coverage on the Team Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. You like to ever do business? At more storage. More Storage Sales is your best way to have any building built you can imagine. As general contractors, we do the permits all the way through to the finished work. Storage units, cabins, garages, carports, barns, additions, mother-in-law suites, commercial buildings, or anything else you need built. We take your ideas and give them life. We build competitively priced, great quality buildings with total satisfaction guaranteed. That's at More Storage Sales, 3010 I-70 Business Road, or at morestorage.com. Next time you need a prescription filled, wouldn't it be nice to walk into your pharmacy and be greeted like a friend? To be taken care of by people who know you by name and care about meeting your needs. That's what you get at Palisade Pharmacy. The folks at Palisade Pharmacy haven't forgotten the importance of old-fashioned hometown service by friendly people who know their business. With great prices, immunizing and diabetic clinic, as well as accepting all third-party insurance. So you get help, not hassles. Palisade Pharmacy, 707 Alberta in Palisade. Call 464-5668. 1340 KTMM Grand Junction, 101.1 FM K266CE Grand Junction, 102.1 FM K271AE Grand Junction Delta. This is the Team Sports Network. Welcome back to Grand Junction High School as the Grand Junction Tigers with a 30-point lead over Denver North here in the first round of the 5A state playoffs. After the game, and by after, I mean after our broadcast concludes, we'll have a conversation with the head coach, Dutch Johnson, that you can hear tomorrow morning on the Jim Davis Show, weekday morning, 7 to 10. We'll have that conversation with head coach, Dutch Johnson, after the game on the Jim Davis Show as the first possession for the Vikings leads to points. Brady Abushan with a layup to make it a 28-point game. Will Applegate trying to fight for the rebound. He gets the offensive board. He will not get the shot to fall in, but he will get the foul against the Vikings, and that is Diego Bueno, who, again, no Bueno. That's his third. Applegate to the free throw line. He has 29 points. And he can't get the first one. Second free throw from Applegate. 
is up. Gets that one as Will Applegate has now crossed into the 30-point threshold tonight. He is absolutely dominating. 57-28 our score on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Vikings ball at the elbow is Abushan. He works back to Guerin. Guerin driving will get tripped up in the paint, and that's a foul on the Tigers' Deccan Lake. 7.01 to go here in the ballgame as the Tigers are going to make subs. Henderson and Dean will check in for Lake and Applegate and the ovation that those two got when they came off the court. Noticeable. Inbounds goes to Thornton. Vikings with it around way behind the line. Now they get closer to it. Works back. Driving in the paint. Behind the free throw line, Zabushan. He's going to take it himself. Goes floating underneath, and it's in. 30 points on the board for the Vikings. And the Tigers with it. Wojtek, top of the key. Edison Dean now driving the lane. Bounce pass to Henderson. Henderson goes up, takes off, puts it in. Henderson, six points off the bench. 59-30 our score. Long three, back iron miss, no good. Wojtek the rebound. Tigers, Dean, kicks it out around Brady Page. Now here's a corner three, back iron miss. Tyson LeFaber will miss that three, and it's rebounded Vikings. Here they come. Abushan underneath will get it in off the glass. Driving through traffic. Abushan eight points. As the other end of the floor, there's going to be a foul on the Vikings. Four subs coming in, Noah Schmaltz and Maddox Dubinsky. For the Tigers in place of Wojtek and Brady Page. Also got a couple subs from the Vikings. We'll get to their numbers if we get a chance. Tigers ball in the paint going up for it is Dubinsky. He can't get it the first time. Henderson will try it again, and he gets that one to fall. Offensive rebounding tonight has been an underappreciated but nonetheless crucial role in this Tigers onslaught as the Vikings respond with a layup of their own. 61-34, 5.30 to go here in the ballgame. Tigers looking to advance. Down low, Dubinsky gets it in the lane, and good. The assist from... Tyson the favor. Vikings other end of the floor and a foul is on Dubinsky. Nope. Check that. It's on Edison Dean. 23, not 3. That's the third foul though for Edison Dean. So will be an inbound here from Brady Abishan. Except not because he took too long to pass it. So it's a backcourt violation, and we'll have a Tiger ball. 63-34, Tigers up by 29 on the G.J. Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Download Dubinsky from Tyson LeFaber as the Vikings commit yet another foul. So... I think it was the favor who went to Dubinsky, and then it was the favor who tried to get it back to Henderson, who drew the foul. Henderson at the free throw line. He makes his first. 
64-34, nine points for Henderson. Second free throw is no good. Rebound Vikings. Vikings driving in baseline is Abushan, and it missed high off the right of the glass. Rebound is the Tigers breaking through is Dean. Dubinsky back to Dean. Around the perimeter they go. This is the favor. Now kicks it out for three and got it is Noah Small. Noah, his first points on the board. It's three. And it's now 67-34. Four and a half to go. Vikings answer with a three of their own. Cuts it back to a 30-point game. But with four and a half minutes to go, Grand Junction inching closer to advancing in the 4A postseason. Ball tipped around on the offensive board. No good. It's Chio Rodriguez. Vikings lose it. Steal is the Tigers. Coming up the other way is Grand Junction. He floats it in himself. Is Edison P. He had the steal and the finish. On the other end of the floor, the Vikings falling to the ground is Abishan. The crowd is chanting, we want Jack, as in Jack Hall, I think. Meanwhile, Vikings inbound, looking as Rodriguez on the wing. As the crowd is lit up because you're going to get a couple of subs. Jack Call and Clayton Scarborough will check in, thus pretty much clearing the bench for the Tigers. Meanwhile, Noah Schmaltz with a foul is first. Rodriguez at the free throw line. Missed the first free throw and so here comes Jack Hall and Clayton Scarborough in place of Henderson and Dean as the Grand Junction Tigers leading by 32 points inching closer to a second round playoff spot. Second free throw from Rodriguez is good. His teammate, Jacob Guerin, will check in for him. So Guerin will be on the floor. Rodriguez will step out. Rodriguez with, I believe, 10 points after that free throw. Double check that when we get a chance. Tigers with a monumental lead and most of their bench on the floor. Davinsky goes to Cole in the lane and Jack Cole with the layup. The crowd erupts. Jack Cole first points off the bench. He gets the rebound on the other end of the floor. But then the Vikings steal it away. Abushan off the glass will draw the foul from Noah Schmaltz. on Schmaltz's second, so the free throw will be Abushan. Brady Abushan, a senior point guard, playing what could very well be his last high school basketball game as he misses the free throw and rims in and out. 71-38 with 3.18 to go. Will Applegate a 30-point night tonight. 
as the second free throw is good. So Jack Gordon of Denver North is going to sub in for Roman Perez. And so that pretty much signals the white flag for Denver North as with three minutes and change to go, they're going to their bench as well. The favor with it for the Tigers on the near wing. Schmaltz picks it up. We'll dribble it. This is Scarborough. Clayton goes for a hook shot. No good. And it's taken out by the Vikings. Vikings almost lost it. He picks it up, though. Driving is... We'll get you his name here in a second. It's Sawyer Abushan. Abushan passed it to a teammate for a three. He missed it. Tigers came down with a rebound, but then in transition, Sawyer, uh, Brady Abushan with the steal. Missed the shot, though, and the Tigers try to take it back. Clayton Scarborough. And floating in the lane is Tyson the favor, and he draws the foul. The basket will count. The favor will go to the line for the three-point play. The foul on Jack Gordon of the Vikings. Michael Van will check in for the Vikings in place of Sawyer Abushan. Two thirty-seven to go. Seventy-three, thirty-nine. Our score. Make that seventy-four as Tyson Lefebvre will make make the three-point play. The crowd chanting to start the bus. Vikings, Gearin in the paint, fade away at the free throw line, missed it, but. It doesn't matter because Jack Gordon fouled. That's his second. So, as it stands, Grand Junction is ready to move on. They will face the winner of Central and Lewis Palmer. Lewis Palmer wins. Tigers will have to travel, and this will have been the last game of high school basketball played here in this gymnasium. If Grand Junction Central, the Warriors, win it, Central will come here for the second round, and that will more than likely be the last high school basketball game played here in this arena. Free throws are good. 76-39, four points tonight for Jack Call. Long three, and it's off the front iron. Vikings will get the rebound almost to midcourt, but then losing it is the Vikings. Call tried to pick it up and pass it to Schmaltz. However, it was too far in front of Schmaltz. And so it's a Tiger turnover. Vikings ball here. Under two minutes to go as high school playoff basketball coverage just about wrapping up as the Tigers dominating tonight as the Vikings do get two points from Jack Gordon off the layup. As the Vikings are going to make a couple of subs here late. Head coach John Anderson of the Denver North Vikings 
a good season. He is in his second year with the Vikings, and he's taken those teams to a combined 31-16 and 16 record and has made the playoffs this year. Dutch Johnson in his first year with the second try as the head coach of the Tigers, leading his team to a 15-8 and record, the 11th seed in the playoffs in a home playoff game and a home playoff victory. Long shot there coming from Braden Thornton in four points for Thornton with a minute eight to go here in this ballgame. 76-43 our score. The Tigers will shoot long three. Missed in and out. No good was Schmaltz. Vikings rebounded. We're under a minute to go. It's Thornton with it. Now top of the key, Abushan. Abushan's pass missed. Diego Bueno, and it's a turnover for the Vikings. Crowd is starting the I Believe That We Will Win chance. As the clock is still running, the Tigers will more than likely let it dribble out. Schmaltz has it. Now it's LeFaber. Now it's back to Clayton Scarborough. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ball game. Your final score, Grand Junction Tigers, 76. Denver North Vikings, 43. As the 5A playoffs will continue for the Grand Junction Tigers. Quickly get you some numbers here with the leading scorer by a wide margin, Will Applegate, with 30 points tonight. Most of those coming in the paint. He was also very good at the free throw line tonight, as were most of the Tigers. Getting a strong welcome from the crowd. They know the significance of this game in terms of the history. Decades and decades of high school basketball, legendary high school ball, has been played in this gymnasium. And what could be its final game is indeed a dub, a big one, 76-43, the final score. We will talk with Dutch Johnson coming up later on on the Jim Davis Show tomorrow. We'll have that conversation with you post-game with my conversation with Coach Dutch Johnson of the Grand Junction Tigers talking about his team's victory tonight. But until then, have a great rest of your evening. And this has been full court coverage of high school basketball presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com.